Welcome back to the RV Shenanigans podcast. I fight not saying unplugged every time. Every time. I'm Ryan. I'm Lauren, and together we are Miller's in Motion. We are enjoying a new season of life in our Alliance Valor toy hauler and taking you along for our many adventures. And this week, we are coming to you still from Texas. I promise this is probably one of the last shows, <laughs> I think. Uh, it's also a little bit almost Christmas time, so hopefully you either are about to or just had an amazing Christmas. And we are Florida-bound here pretty fast. <laughs> Warm weather, beaches... Or Central Florida, whatever. You're speaking my language now. There we go. Um, we, when we, we first got into RV life and picked our first rig when we were at the 2022 Florida RV Super Show, and we realized that if you've never been before, or even if you have been and don't really know what to do when you have no interest in buying an RV, that there wasn't a whole lot of like audio guides out there. Right. Tons of YouTube videos that it's it's hard to encompass everything in just one video. So we wanted to put together kind of a guide, our tips, thoughts, and any fun things that we noticed in the couple of years we've done it. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to start talking about the Florida RV Super Show. So first of all, it's obviously called the Florida RV Super Show. It's put on by the Florida RV Association. They put on a bunch of shows in this area, uh, but the Florida RV Super Show or Tampa, I'm using air quotes because if you're not watching this, um, is kind of the premier event for them. I would argue it's one of the premier events as far as the RV industry is concerned that everybody can attend. Sure. There's RV Open House in Elkhart, but not everybody can attend. That's really just media and dealers. <laughs> And the other two, just briefly, being the Hershey, Pennsylvania show. Uh, it's known as the world's largest. Uh, I would argue it's probably about the same size as this one, but that's fine. Oh, going to ruffle some feathers there. That's fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. It's. I think a lot of manufacturers, that shows highlights because they release a bunch of new floor plans in 2024, but you can't necessarily buy them yet. Then you have the Florida RV Super Show, which all those things have settled on the 24s are rolling off and it's really your first opportunity to, to not just see some new floor plans but actually purchase new floor plans um and then you have the third guy which of the big ones is kind of that uh, that other stepchild that's over there on the west coast and that being quartzite it can hold its own the problem is it's literally like right after tampa and so it's tough for everybody to get all the way over there so it is and i think it has a little bit of different um attendance uh, as right. well so you'll get a uh, a little bit of difference there. But and, anyways. But that's why that is the smaller of the three. So, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, this year's show, or 2024, I guess technically it's not this year's show, mm -hmm. um, but the next one coming around uh, is January 17th through 21st of 2024, which is still weird to say. Fun fact, it's usually during Ryan's birthday, which it is January the 19th. Is. We get to celebrate every time. <laughs> so if you're going to be there, I expect presents. Mm -hmm. um, and cake. And cake. I do like cake. I'll take cake pops. That counts. Um, so we wanted to talk about kind of the RVs. If you're there for an RV, some tips around what you're trying to look for and maximize your time, uh, a little bit about some of the community, uh, some of the vendors that are there. Cause there's a whole bunch of not, I mean, it's our, it's all kind of RV related, but there's a few things that aren't necessarily an RV that's there. They also have educational stuff and then some lodging, depending on how you're planning on staying. So that's right. So if you've never been and would like a little bit of info, we're here for you. And if you want to go in a different capacity, we're going to give you some different ideas. And if we don't answer your question for some reason by the end of this show, 
uh, do us a favor and shoot us a note. There's a link down below to our website. There's a little contact us form at the bottom of that. Uh, shoot us a note. We'll be happy to answer it. So, all right, let's dive on in. Of course. Where do we start? The RVs. That's what most people are there for or the reason why they're there. For us, it's the reason why we're there more than picking one out. Mm -hmm. But um, to say there's a, a few RVs would be a massive understatement. Massive. Yes. So many manufacturers, so many floor plans. Uh, there's so much to look at. It can be a little overwhelming, but kind of in a fun way sometimes. It is. Uh, unless you're trying to do something businessy and needed to stay focused, that can be a danger. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. So the first time that we went, we actually wanted to be in a couple different floor plans. A couple? And, hey, we narrowed it down to about a dozen. After we how went. many? Yeah, let's not start there. <laughs> but And we wanted to be in a couple of our top contenders and kind of see how traffic moved and how we felt and just kind of put our eyes and hands on it mostly right. and be able to do it in sequence because some of these were at different dealerships here and we weren't able to do it quickly. I was about to say, that's perk number one of an RV show, not just the Florida RV show, really any of them, but almost all the manufacturers bring almost every single floor plan they have. At almost. least they're predominant ones. Mm -hmm. And so it's really nice to be able to little compare A to compare B. It's like being at the optometrist. Um, but right after, like you can go from, from rig to rig. Plus there's so many people there, which it, it can be good and bad. Um, but because there's people there that typically have been in these RVs or maybe they own the model you're in, they, uh, we did this when we were buying ours. We asked people questions like, well, what do you think of that? And they're like, oh, it's great, but you got to worry about this. Because mm -hmm. in RVing, there's always a caveat. <laughs> always. Like we love our floor plan, but we have to open our slide just a little bit to be able to get to our fridge. That's it. And for reference, when he says a lot of people, we're talking in the vicinity of 80,000 people in attendance every year. Oh, over the duration of the right. show. Not all at one moment in time. They no, come and go a little bit. But that is, that's a lot of people. You can get a lot of opinions in that time frame. You can. So you have everything from pretty much every version of an RV you can imagine to obviously drivable, towables. There's even a teeny weeny bit of little tent camping going on. Oh, yeah. They've got like your teardrops and yep. your... your pop-ups everything all the way up to your prevos and spend more money than I would ever hope to. Right. But it all comes back to the fact that you can see as much as you want to see in, in one spot. So if you're actually looking to make a purchase for an RV, whether or not it's the best time to buy, I'm going to stay out of that conversation. That's a whole different show podcast. Price, yeah. Show pricing versus, you know, regular discounting pricing. Are you getting a better deal? You're not. I, depends on the dealership. Depends on what we're talking about. That's very loaded. So, but as far as making a decision, you can really fine tune what you're looking for and even like go sleep on it and then come back. Mm -hmm. And I will say there's nothing saying you have to buy from the show. Now, if you so inclined, they will be happy to sell it to you. They will be happy to take your money. But, just know, too, if you're ever going to an RV show, you're not typically buying that RV, nor would I actually recommend you buying that RV. Yeah, because those 80,000 people just went through it. Yeah, and they break things, <laughs> and the kids touch stuff. And so it's just, yeah, it's kind of chaos. So you're typically purchasing a version of that RV or ordering it, right? depending on your specs and what you're doing. So, mm -hmm. um, But yeah, like Lauren said, there's everything from super fancy Prevos all the way down to little teardrops that are very inexpensive. So... Um, you, one of the cool things you can do is typically you get to see manufacturers that you wouldn't normally see at dealerships either. Exactly. So you're going to have like New Horizons New Horizons is there, mm -hmm. who they're a custom manufacturer. So they have, really, you just kind of tell them what you want and they figure it out. 
um, spacecraft, spacecraft is there. Spacecraft, yeah. They have some generalized floor plans, but then they adjust from there. They typically only bring one or two rigs because there's not a reason to bring a ton because it is so custom, but you can at least see build quality, those types of things. Oh, and like the Lance campers. I forgot about those. They mm-hmm. even have the truck bed campers. Yep, and wow. there's different versions of them too, so. I'm just imagining all kinds of fun. Yep, mm-hmm. there's, uh, our, we could, I mean, really the reason that anybody truly goes is because of the RVs. I have a test for you this year. Uh-oh. I want both of us to go into one of the B-plus vans and put that theory to the test. Oh, boy. <laughs> we just bought one of the biggest fifth wheels that we could. Yeah. And he says we... He thinks we could be fine in a B plus, and I'd like I'd like to put that to there's test. okay for starters. There's a lot of caveats when you say there something are, like that. I know I'm giving him a hard time. Are the dogs coming? Mm-hmm. Are all your clothes coming? Or just a normal amount of clothes coming? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. <laughs> so to go along with the RVs, there's all the stuff you need. You always need stuff. Need or want need. There's a there's some need. Don't get me wrong. I was gonna say I, I bet the sewer hose is a need. The, that's a need. Water hose is a need. Mm-hmm. There's there's a handful of things that are needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, wheel chocks. But there's a whole lot of wants. There's a whole lot of wants. Things you didn't know you could want. I, I'm actually very surprised on how much stuff there really is, and or how or can be related because you have in the accessories land or vendor areas. It's everything from our friends at the NRVTA doing mm-hmm. their home study guide, so they're mm-hmm. selling knowledge. What, is that weird? <laughs> always. You always find a way to make it weird. <laughs> but you you are going to have your standardized stuff. You actually, I believe General RV does like an actual store. So like if you bought an RV, you could literally go buy your sewers right there. Yeah. Unless you're taking it then. I don't know why you would do that unless it's just super cheap. Um, but you can check out and ask questions of the manufacturers of all these accessories. So mm-hmm. if you're a first-time RVer or just looking to get something like a hot topic thing for us this year is water filtration. You know, we've always had just kind of minuscule versions of it, mm-hmm. and we really want to up our game. So we stopped buying so much bottled water because we have plans to boondock, and we just don't want to have that much waste. Right. And so you can do the things in, in that kind of land, or you can even go with things that are really wants, like golf carts, kayak, kayaks, et cetera. That's I'm really impressed you led with golf carts. I am. You know I want to say the cricket golf carts. I'm going to go talk to them. I'm does not surprise me at all. Cricket mm-hmm. is like a miniature golf cart you can fold. You could have actually put it on our moor ride tray mm-hmm. we had in our solitude. They only weigh 400 pounds. Yeah. I almost weigh 400 pounds. Um, I don't almost weigh 400 pounds. And we're on a diet, so I weigh hopefully less. Um, but yeah, and I think that's the cool thing because you can really dive into stuff there. You really can, yeah. And understand it a little bit better from people that actually make the products. Because sometimes you go, and I'm going to use like clear source water. Like you can dive into the filters and go talk to the people that actually make that product. Right. And answer all your questions versus maybe getting a salesperson or a customer service representative that like Camping World style thing that really may or may not know. It's just kind of a toss up. And get, get your questions answered correctly. And the same is going to go, they have a bunch of the big brands there. So you're talking Moride, Dometic, right. Lippert, all those things. Who And they all produce things, some of which are definitely needs, you know, um, but some of them are, are more wants. But you're going to get to put eyes on those things and ask your questions. Well, I was going to say, too, and you can see the the real life thing. It's one thing, like we use Moride as a great example, which we love the guys over at Moride. Um, it's, it's hard to justify like, the trade. You really need the trade. Yes, you well, always need the train. And I completely agree with her. I, I we The only reason we don't have one yet in our front pass-through is because we're still trying to figure out where our batteries are going to go. Um, and once we know what that is and those are installed, then the tray is hopefully going in. Yes, absolutely. And so, but 
to be able to touch it and feel it and actually see the quality in this scenario, mm-hmm. um, or maybe see some things you didn't realize you didn't know. So like we have our cord reel up front that I, or not cord reel, um, the, the cord keeper, the cord keeper that mm-hmm. it takes your seven way pin connection to the truck and just kind of nice and neat tucks it up without messing anything up. Again, one of those things that I didn't know I needed and it's so simple, <laughs> but it's, you can put your hands on it and see the quality of the work. Um, there's, all kinds of vendors. I, it's it's honestly too many to dive into everything. It's mind-boggling, really. It really is. I mean, there's even gutters. There's <laughs> rain gutters. There's always the rain gutter guy at all these things. I don't know why. And there's always like the cooking the knife sharpener guy. Always. And there's always a store designated to like pet supplies. Oh, yeah. All the things you didn't know you needed for your dog in your RV, are, they have them. But, you know, like the no spill or no splash right. water bowl. Hey, if you need one of those. You can get it. There you go. Or a bandana. Or a bandana. (laughs) But in addition to stuff you can buy, there's also a bunch of great resources there as well. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, like uh, some of the bigger campgrounds are in the area. So maybe you didn't know about some of these locations or those types of things and you can really dive into. Or the campground memberships like the Thousand Trails, the KOAs, Mm -hmm. those types of things. And so you can get a lot of questions answered because you're talking to them. Our friends at Open Roads are there. So Open Roads is typically, it's a fuel-saving card if you don't know what it is. If you want to sign up for it and save yourself a little bit of gas money and buy us a little bit of gas, uh, there's a link down below. Mm-hmm. But um, but you can actually physically go talk to them there versus just talking through email or on the phone and kind of trying to figure it out that way. Some people just prefer that, let's have a conversation right Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In addition. Oh, boy. But wait. <laughs> there's more. Um, I know that there's like some of the tech finder stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Caldwells, they have mm-hmm. that where he's a tech and owns an alliance. So we've gotten to know him a little bit since we picked up our valor. Um, but they're there and they're kind of promoting their services that help you find techs. And so there's there's not just a bunch of stuff, but there's also a bunch of information. There really is. And like you were mentioning, the campgrounds, the resorts, different things. And so if you're trying to plan your traveling, there can be some huge benefits to being there and seeing all these different options. And speaking of traveling, it's like if you want to go to Alaska, but for instance, you don't necessarily want to even tackle the planning process because it can be, I've, I've started it. It's, it's a lot. And but there's tour groups that are there. Mm-hmm. And so you can look and see when they're going. Does that mm-hmm. fit with your schedule? Or at least get to know these people a little bit because you might come back and go, wow, they're really excited. I'm, I'm a little more low key. Or maybe they're a little too low key. I need the ADHD guy. Or maybe they plan to travel differently than you do. Correct. And mm-hmm. so it's really just wandering around. And in addition to that, I'm going to throw this in there. There's typically you're going to have your favorite YouTuber podcaster mm-hmm. um, that might be in those booths with some of our some of our friends, essentially that we work with. And mm-hmm. so it's always an opportunity to come meet like us and us get to meet you and so on and so forth. Well, interacting through with people through podcasts and YouTube, sometimes it feels a little one sided because a it's little? always technical. It's not you know that face to face and and everything. And not that I don't enjoy, enjoy talking to you right now or staring at that screen that really is just us looking back at ourselves. But, but it's nice to see people in person all the time. I still think Phil and Stacy have the best answer of like what's their favorite part of the show. We asked them last year on a video of this, and I swear they planned this. This was too smooth. Well, I'm not even talking about that part, but um, <laughs> they say each other at the same time. It's interesting. Um, but 
they even say it's a time for them to actually get and to hang out with everybody in person because not everybody can go to their meetups or their uh, campouts or those types of things. And so it's an opportunity to try and like just hang out with as many people as they possibly can. And that's right. Community is really big for a lot of our viewers. And that's how we look at it, too. Mm-hmm. Speaking of community. Wasn't that a good segue? <laughs> it's like it was planned. It really wasn't, actually. Um, community is a big portion of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it wasn't more relevant, if you just show up for five minutes and see everybody going, hey, hey, it actually, um, you can camp on the grounds and it's called the uh, super, super Rally. Mm-hmm. And it's literally exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's a mini rally, and by mini, I mean massive um, rally that they have on the grounds that you can go and camp there. Now, we'll get into, we have the lodging section of this, and we'll get mm-hmm. into the camping side of that, but I know, like, um, Switch It Up mm-hmm. has, like, 25 to 35, something like that. I forgot what Todd said. Yeah. Um, rigs that are there together, and so they're doing one of their crew campouts because mm-hmm. Todd and Sheila aren't actually right there. Right. An alliance will do one. Let's say the alliance owners have a have a group of them that are mm-hmm. doing that as well. Um, I know the big motorhome association has one as well. I think Integra has another one. All these associations do this. And then on top of that, you have people that just sign up to go do it. We signed up to do it last year and didn't get to use it. But (laughs) we wanted to have the fun with everybody else. Well, they do. So, And also just when you walk through the campgrounds, people just get together and they have dinner together and little fires and stuff. So even if they didn't come with a rally, they make friends while they're there. Well, and I think speaking on from like our experiences there, too, is, you know, we meet so many of you guys and other creators and we make so many friends, especially in the creator space. We scatter for the most part. Occasionally we might see somebody else out, but believe it or not, it might seem like there's billions of YouTubers out there that do RV stuff. Um, But you know, we're close with a handful like our RV Unplugged friends. Mm -hmm. And we don't get to see them very often. No. Unfortunately. And so, you know, a lot of us have commitments at the show. And so it's an opportunity for us to get together and see them and and hang out. I know they're trying to get a dinner together with all the RV Unplugged OGs or season one, Mm because the season two is coming out pretty fast, which is crazy. fast. Mm -hmm. So um, in addition to actually being there on site and seeing the community, you also can meet part of the like creators there's a social media meetup section mm-hmm. that's actually in the show so some creators or, or youtubers or whatever you want to call it um actually book time in that it's really close to the alliance booth or at least it was last year i'm assuming it's in the same place and alliance is in the same place mm-hmm. um and, and so that's one way so they do meet and greets there i know a lot of other YouTubers also do like dinners right, and those types of things. And a lot of these will actually have charity give back components. Yes. And so pay attention to that because it may be 5 or 10 $20, whatever it is to walk in the door. Sometimes that'll include food. Sometimes it won't. So make sure you understand what you're getting into um, and you don't get hangry like we did last year. Whoops. <laughs> uh, but also, yes, they'll benefit different charities along the way. And so they're great causes and you're networking and meeting friends and all, all kinds of fun things. And, and speaking of, there are are specifically two that I want to call out. So if you are going to the Tampa show and, and you want to go to a meetup, that's kind of an after hours dinner style thing. Um, there's two that we would actually say, try and go to if you can, because they're both hundred percent going back to a charity of some kind. The first and the one that I promise we're going to be at, cause we're on the website uh, is Phil and Stacy from today is someday is doing their normal um, homes for the troops or homes for heroes, whatever the name of the charity is. Meet up. There's three sessions. It's actually at the Elks Lodge. We do it in conjunction with them. Um, 
there. It's sponsored this year by RV Unplugged. So for every dollar raised by ticket sales, uh, RV Unplugged is going to match it. Very cool. And you're going to have some of the fun, too. And that's going to be on January 19th. Also, it's my birthday. That's his birthday. Uh, it's on January 19th in the evening. And it is, I know from season one, uh, it's RV Blogger, so Mike and Susan, us, Chris and Martha from Venturesome Couple, Howard and Caitlin from New State Nomads, Chris and Katrina from Our Everyday Getaway. Am I missing anybody? Phil and Stacy, obviously. Uh so I believe, obviously, and so Tony's mm. going to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, Tony was the is the director, um, also from Tony and Todd. If you watch the NRVTA stuff, the Beard and the Bun show, it's it. the Bun. It's that the Bun doesn't have a bun anymore. Mm -mm. Um, Confusion all around. Uh, he'll be there as well. Obviously, Phil and Stacy because mm -hmm. uh, it's theirs. The other one is Wednesday the seventeenth. Uh, again, it's ticketed. It goes to a local military charity, local military-based charity. I don't think they've picked it yet. This one does require reservations, so just make sure. Of both that. require reservations. Both. Yeah. So both you have to get a ticket before you go, and space is limited. Um, so I'll put links to both of those in the show notes or the description below so you can pick and choose which one you want to do. Um, but the one on Wednesday is being hosted by a slew. They're just calling it the RV YouTuber Meetup, um, and that's hosted by Dustin and Leslie, the Wayward Wags, um, uh, Lawrence and Natalie, Brazen mm -hmm. Brits. I'm trying to remember mm -hmm. the other channels. I believe Chris and Katrina are everyday getaways doing that one as well. Roadsmiths. Ken and Pam Smith, the Roadsmiths. Mm -hmm. um, and Joel. Oh, and Tanya. Joel and Tanya from uh, This Is Our Adventure. Mm -hmm. I think I got that channel right. <laughs> if I didn't, sorry, Joel. Um, but they're doing their own little meetup again. That's going to be at a brewery. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if dinner was included. I didn't read that hard, but... Um, Definitely check those out if you're looking for something to do. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we we have our own things. Like I said, we're going to be at the Phil, at Phil and Stacy's. So if you want to come see us, come to that. Um, and then also we're doing podcast recordings. So uh, when we're live, we can't exactly talk. But in between the shows, we can absolutely talk. And that's going to be in the Alliance booth. So, But don't worry. Somebody is always willing to talk to you. When we were there for the first year, remember – there were people that would actually go look at other rigs for us and yeah. come back and talk about them. We employed so people. This it's like camp for adults. Like you're there's no strangers. Everybody is very willing to talk about something, right. talk about common ground, ask questions. So that community aspect and you get a real glimpse into the R V community on the road when you see that. Yeah, it's a great point. And if you're a first timer or a new timer that is looking to get into it, don't feel intimidated just to ask the question. Um, we said this in multiple videos. Uh, we witnessed a small travel trailer leaving the campground. We were not hooked up. They were, and they, their ball came off, and we stopped to try and help. And, you know, if they just would have asked, I did obviously wasn't looking when they hooked up. If they would ask, they had the wrong size ball. So don't ever, don't ever hesitate to ask. Trust me, everybody wants to help. And if you're nervous to ask, just pop your hood or get on your roof. Somebody will come ask if you need help. Getting on the roof is really good. Everybody always asks. Yeah, or wonder what you're doing, either one. Mm -hmm. Hey, they stop and ask. <laughs> they do, especially when you're trying to get down off the roof. <laughs> so um, there is other components to the show that aren't necessarily stuff and things or meeting your favorite personalities. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a whole education component to this thing. And I think that gets overlooked so often, really, because... There is a whole schedule. If you get on the mm -hmm. website, there's a whole schedule of different seminars you can go to. And these are everything from your basics to different trips that are being planned to really going into deep dives on some higher topics. Right. And so they're all day 
every day. You just have to look on there and see what exactly you want it to be. I think that honestly, you could spend a whole, I mean, a whole day, maybe a whole week. I don't know, but you don't actually have to buy anything. Mm -hmm. And so if you just wanted to go talk to people for information and attend the seminars and attend the YouTuber meet and greets and talk to people, you could spend a lot of time there, gain a lot of information and not spend a dime. Oh, well, I mean, you're probably going to spend a small fortune in food. But yeah, yeah, essentially, yes, yeah, she's exactly right. Um, mm-hmm. And those seminars range from everything from like maintaining your diesel engine on if you're in a diesel pusher or a mm-hmm. big class A mm-hmm. to, I know there's a cooking one. There's an right. RVing Alaska with one of the tour companies. Right. It's all over the map. Um, you can find all that information on the uh, Super Show's website, uh, the seminar schedule. All of it is up there. Mm-hmm. So um, in addition to that style of education, there's pop-up stuff everywhere. And I say that in terms of, like, if you just go, like, if you want to learn more about RV suspensions, like the Moride Independent Suspension, I guarantee someone will go talk to you for up to 30 minutes about it. Oh, absolutely. And so the education isn't just the mm-hmm. blocked-in seminars. Mm-hmm. It's if you're interested in sumo springs, if you're interested in liquid springs for your truck, if you're interested in the independent suspension. I'm f- fixating on suspension, but this goes for almost all topics. It really does. And that's why these people are there. This is their opportunity, too, to explain their product, to sell their product, and to answer your questions so that you don't have to submit it through an email or call customer service. And so don't don't hesitate to ask the questions because that's exactly why they're there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So... You're at the show, you're having all the fun, but now we got to get back to the should we or shouldn't we go position of this whole thing. Of course. Well, yeah, of course. I would say always always mm-hmm. take the opportunity to go if you can, mm-hmm. just even if you're not buying an RV. I can't speak to the Hershey or Quartzsite, so we've never been to those. Um, but as far as the Florida RV Super Show goes, it's always just fun. It, it is. And even if you can't go for the whole time, go for a day or two. Make make what you can of it. Right. Also, if you do decide to go for two days, just know that if you buy your ticket at the door, it asks you online so you're good there. But if you're going to go for two days, just tell them you're going to go for two days. You buy one day ticket, they typically give you that second day for free. That, at least they did with us and they were promoting it on the website for this year. So, mm-hmm. um, But let's just say for a minute, where, where am I supposed to stay? So. The obvious is there's the Super Rally. We already talked about it. But fun fact, that is already sold out for the year. It sells out very, very quickly. Bum, bum, ba, oh, yes. So <laughs> if you are just now looking at this for your 24 plans, you may be out of luck a little bit. Now, I will say that if you are interested in going and doing the Super Rally, there is no harm in shooting them an email. They mm-hmm. do have cancellations. Absolutely. I know because we've canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again, don't know the list or anything. So if that's something you really want to do, go ahead and reach out to them. The worst thing that they say is we're still sold out and there's no way. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do decide to do the Super Rally or you're in the Super Rally, just some expectations. If you don't already know, and if you've signed up for it, hopefully you know, uh, it is dry camping. So you do have electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a 30 amp, but they run it through um, generators, essentially. So they have a series of very high-powered generators, and then they run 30 amp cables out and around to where wherever the sites are. They're kind of all over the place. Um, so you are going to have to dry camp, i.e. Mm-hmm. Um, no no sewer outs and no water in. And I'm going to state the obvious. He said 30 amp. So if you yes. come with your 50 amp coach, you're not running three ACs all day. Nope. Just understand your rig if you're a 50 amp mm-hmm. coach. If you're a 30 amp coach, you're probably good. That's uh, right. And if for some reason you're less than that, good for you. And it is and it is tight over there. There's no doubt, um, but it's perfectly doable. I will say anywhere on grounds, if you're going to mm-hmm. camp, for the most part, mm-hmm. it, it's it's going to be tight. Just an expectation. Now, one thing that I know is still available is you can completely boondock 
no electricity, no anything still in the main parking lot. I believe there's still some spots available for that. Double check on that Again, too. at the time of recording. So mm-hmm. don't take my word for it. You do need to reserve that before you show up. Yes. If you show up, you're on the risk of there being nowhere to go. Um, so they only put so many in there. We saw a lot of like uh, class B vans doing that right? because mm-hmm. they're a little more nimble and can do those types of things. Mm-hmm. But I know they can accommodate bigger rigs as well over there. Um, but that is an option. I believe mm-hmm. it's somewhere. I'm not even going to say prices. Check out the website. Check out the website because they both do cost. They both require reservations. Yes. Um, then you have the obvious outside of that. You can camp any other campground that you can find. That you can find. Remember, it's January in Florida. That's Plan exactly ahead. Exactly what I was going to say. So if you don't have reservations now, get on that pretty fast. Uh, or just know you might have to stay a little bit further out. Mm-hmm. I know um, we were looking at staying at a particular campground uh, the week prior moving onto the grounds, and we got one of their last spots, and let's just say it's a big campground. Mm-hmm. So, um, But you can find state parks, um, local municipality parks, uh, county parks, those types of things. They all exist down there. Um, you just have to kind of work to find them at this point. Absolutely. Now – if you don't have an RV, like if it's your first time and you're thinking about buying an RV or your first mm-hmm. RV, I mean, mm-hmm. um, there are tons of hotels. Or if you just want to leave the RV at home and fly in. Some people do that too. <laughs> if you're, especially no, they if, really you're on, do. if you're on the West Coast, but you really want to come to this and you just decide to fly in, you can rent a car. You can fly in the Tampa itself, mm-hmm. which is the closer airport. Mm-hmm. Um, just know uh, MCO or Orlando is not that far away. Either it's probably about a 45-minute to an hour drive, depending on traffic. Oh, traffic is such a wild card there. Yeah, it really is a roll of the dice. Mm -hmm. But um, it's not too bad of a drive as far as the crow flies traffic being the wild card there. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we went to our first show before we bought our first RV, we did fly in to Orlando Mm -hmm. because it was honestly just cheaper. Um, I don't know if it is or not this year. And then we drove down. We actually stayed in the Lakeland Plant City area, kind of just, it's the last kind of city, town, whatever you want to call it, just before you get into Tampa where the Super Show is. Mm -hmm. Um, The fairgrounds are on the far east side of Tampa, so it is very much so the inland side. Right. Um, So just know you don't have to drive all the way to the coast, essentially. Um, But we stayed at a chain hotel of some kind. I don't remember what it was, to be honest with you. You know, Marriott by Courtyard, True, one of those. Um, and it was great. It was. It served the purpose quite well. Um, you don't have to stay that far away. You can no. certainly stay closer. We had some business also in Orlando at the end of that, so we needed to split the difference. But right. yes, you can certainly stay in Tampa a lot closer. There's the Hard Rock that's yep. right around the corner that um, if you're into a casino and things like that, you and can that, do that. That's specifically called the Seminole or Hard Rock Seminole, Seminole Hard Rock, whichever order they put it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also a casino, and they have plenty to do. Yes. So if you're into that atmosphere, that's definitely... An option, our vibe's a little more low-key, so we went a little further yes. out. And I guess you could try to Airbnb it, something we have not ventured into, but always worth the asking if yeah. a hotel's not your gig. Absolutely. Might be able to rent an RV. I'm not sure where or how or when. Or but where you'd park it. I did hear that they we lost one campground over there. The Lazy Days campground shut down. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you know why? Nope. Okay. I read the news little clipping, and I didn't read any more. <laughs> We keep current on this thing. so We try. So there's a little bit of some tips and tricks in there, but we're Mm going to have a handful more, again, if it is your first time and you're thinking about going. So uh, what's what's just number one for you, tip and or trick? So my first thing is to understand a little bit about why you're going and to plan accordingly. If you want to go in and see a certain handful of floor plans, it's really easy to get distracted when you first go in. 
And so try not to do that. Go towards your goal. Now, if your goal is to just wander around and see whatever you want to see, go for it. You mean that the street performers that are walking around constantly, the fair food smell and and Todd running around with a camera in a red like onesie and cape isn't distracting? Not at all. <laughs> and so but really like you have to walk by the the Prevos and the really big expensive shiny things and you have to walk next to everything that could distract you. So if you have and this is just if you have a goal. Sure. Go try to tackle that goal first so that you make sure that you accomplish the whole reason that you went. Now and if you're just gonna go to wander, more power to you. Have fun. So I, I'm gonna kinda piggyback on my first tip with that same kind of sentiment. And that is if you are there to buy an RV and you have a handful of floor plans, you really want to look at, do it very early in the show Mm -hmm. and then go wander and have some fun and let those floor plans sink in and then come back almost in a day or two. If it's the same day later that day, Um, just put some distance between the first time you see it and the second time you see it. And if you still like it, then proceed. Absolutely. But yeah, I've, I, you Mm -hmm. see so many people like that's it. And then two seconds, they're like, Nope, that's it. And like every fourth RV they see, that's the new one they're going to buy. So just look, get an understanding, narrow it down, have the game plan. Like you said, Yes. Um, but take Mm -hmm. your time if you are going to purchase in that selection process. And then my second thing would be that it can get overwhelming. And I mean that in a variety of ways. Can Yes. If you're there for business purposes, it can get overwhelming. If you're there to pick an RV, it can get overwhelming. If you're there just to walk around, the heat and, you know, not drink enough water. Not, or cold. Not, not, oh, that was that was a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it can. And so just understand that it's okay to stop and to rest or to take notes, whatever it is that's going to help you make be successful in whatever you're trying to do. I was going to say, not only is it okay, it's recommended. Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 it's just, I know when we went there, we had, you had your spreadsheet. You didn't have an actual spreadsheet, but you had everything written down Oh, I did down have on a spreadsheet page. on, well, on my computer. Well, not with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we had everything we wanted to accomplish, the things we wanted to look at, why mm-hmm. we liked them, why we disliked certain things. Right. Because for all we knew, we were going to walk in, see all these floor plans. We had, oh, these are going to be great and go, well, crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't like any of them in person. Or we really like this one, but it's not going to be cost effective. So how can we get these things in something else that is more cost effective? And so for us, kind of taking a break and a step back was pivotal for us. Sure. And so we went a couple days in a row. And even when we were on the grounds, we would leave whatever it is we were doing, go get something to eat or drink, sit down and kind of take a breather and make sure that we were still just not being exhausted and rushing into anything. So that leads into my second tip or trick, actually. And I say leads into, you just kind of mentioned it there briefly. Um, Food there is really expensive. It's, and for the most part, not the best quality of thing. I'm not saying it doesn't taste good because funnel cakes are awesome and ice cream is great. But at the same time, it's expensive fair food. Are you saying you didn't love my falafels? No, the Greek food was good. It was still expensive. It was, but it was really good. And so my tip, if and it's kind of a double whammy here, if you're staying on the grounds, go have lunch in your RV. Mm-hmm. If you're not staying on the grounds, either bring something uh, or maybe consider taking off for lunch. I don't know how much I would actually leave for lunch because yeah. traffic's a little chaotic and then you may have to part pay to park get back in. I'm not sure. But maybe have like a good breakfast before you get there right. so that you don't have to have a big lunch. Yeah, just understand yeah. that you're going to walk a ton. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's when I say a ton, that's probably an understatement. If you want to see everything, you're going to be hoofing it pretty hard. So yeah. uh, just know you're going to get hungry. And I can tell you right now, besides the Greek stand, there was not a lot of like 
decently healthy food options. There was so, a lot of grease available. There were a lot of novelty things say, available. Tons of burgers, tons of mm-hmm. corn dogs, mm-hmm. uh, fried Twinkies. I mean, right. think of the state fairs in your neck of the woods, and that's pretty much what you're going to get ex- without all of the like savory mm-hmm. stuff. It's a lot of sweet tasting foods. It, it is. And like your mother said, wear good shoes and drink plenty of water. I'll leave it at that. You'll hear that on every channel. I, I was going to say now, the last year and this year, I'll be pur- I purchased new shoes and I have new shoes that I will buy right mm-hmm. before we go simply because that's how much we're on our feet. Absolutely. So, And then my last, my final thing, have fun. Remember, this is enjoyable. It shouldn't be stressful and tormenting and you shouldn't be in tears and upset and things. So have fun. And if it's not fun, maybe something's gone awry and we need to reassess. Well, find 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 a group that's having fun. Last mm-hmm. year, we were walking around the show and we had a little bit of downtime. We weren't didn't really have downtime, but you, were, I was editing a video back at the RV. You went in to go look at some stuff and I was coming to catch up with you. And apparently I was playing, you know, find the needle in the haystack. And I came across a music video shoot it was switch it up <laughs> uh, and Todd was in his sixties outfit. And so just know, like, even if you just slow down for five seconds, you will see something go, what is happening over there? Wander over there, go check it out and Absolutely. just take a big deep breath. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably Todd. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know that I have any other Mm-mm. tips or anything except for like Lauren said, just relax, have fun. RVing is meant to be a relaxing, fun thing. It is. I mean, there are times, I'm not saying it's 100% that all the time. No. Little things are going to stress you out. You're coming up on that bridge and overpass and you have no idea your height and it's really close. Yeah, it's stressful. I'm not going to lie. But the destinations, the relaxation, that is that is a big portion of it. This is meant to be an extension of that. Yes. So if you're feeling rushed or pressured, you're probably, something's gone awry, reassess that. But also, if you have a question we didn't ask please make sure to let us know. Yep. There is a link down below in the show description or the comments, depending on what you're watching or listening to. Um, That'll take you through. And there's a contact us at the bottom of that webpage. So with that, we hope that we are going to see you in Tampa. That would be amazing. That would be fun. Like I said, we will be at the today is Sunday meetup again, links to that one down below. If you can't make that, go check out the other YouTuber meetup with Brazen Brits and everybody else and Wayward Wags. Uh, Both those are charity organizations, so they will definitely be given back. Uh, And we're doing these live. And I say live. We're not going to stream them. So if you're not going to be there, sorry. Um, But if you are going to be there, come swing by. We are going to be inside the Alliance booth. You will not be able to miss us because we're going to have a huge purple tent that has RV shenanigans and Miller's in motion plastered all over it. Good job, marketing department. You are welcome. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us. Do us a favor. Share the show with one friend this week. We would greatly appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week.